0: Hello, this is Pretty Guardian from Nerd Cage Live. And we just wanted to thank you for listening to this audio-only version of the show. And be sure to subscribe here and over on our YouTube channel at YouTube.com slash Nerdcage
1: Live. You're now about to witness the strength of geek knowledge. <laughs> yes. Hello and welcome. That's right. Once again, you are trapped in Nerdcage Live. Live. This channel is a celebration of all things pop culture, including yours truly, Black Panther. Please hit that like button and subscribe if you're new to the channel. I am your co-host, Jay St. Motherfucking G, certified geek, seven days a week, coming to you live from yours truly, the land of Tom Cruise, Syracuse, New York. And we have a hell of a panel today. But I'm going to let the moderator and Trollhammer, who's stronger than the DK Banana Slammer, Joe from Fall On Gaming, what do we got going on tonight?
2: Tonight we will be spoiling the hell
1: out of Wakanda Forever with our boys
2: Pete Mason from New York State Music, and Wild Band, and Fisk Vegas.
1: All right. <laughs> so, so, so. All right, but Joe, before we go any further, who do we got in the chat? In the chat tonight, we have the
2: Petty Cash Podcast, we have Doomzilla, and we have our boy Derek. <laughs>
1: All right, guys, thanks for stopping in. I definitely appreciate you guys stopping by. And uh, yeah, spoiler, spoiler panel galore tonight. Um, so he, real quick, we're gonna go around in the circle And what we're going to do is everyone's going to plug themselves in. and Whatever you guys got coming up. By the way, links are in the description. Please sub all these guys up. Uh, Let These guys plug themselves in. And they're all going to give their general thoughts. Not a rating. Don't give a rating yet. But give your general thoughts of the movie. (coughs) And then Joe's going to moderate all the topics. And we'll go from there. So we'll start. We'll we'll go counterclockwise. And we will start with Mr. Pete Mason of NewYorkStateMusic.com.
3: How you doing, everybody? Pete Mason, New York State Music. I also run fan art. Uh, uh, We got a big Jam for Todd series coming up around New York State. So if you're in any of the major cities or even some of the small hill towns in the the country and in the state of New York, uh, we got a lot of uh, charitable events coming up and some live music shows for you. Um, But make sure to check out nysmusic.com for all the up-to-date news and events and features about all the artists across New York State and beyond. and uh, I absolutely love Wakanda forever. I was looking forward to going back to school today uh, for the simple reason of chatting with my students to see who, who saw it, who didn't, and who I could uh, drop a little knowledge on. So if you're, you're tuning in tonight, kids, good to see you.
1: Excellent, excellent. And Fisk Vegas, the, the muscle of the Giants community, man. How you doing? Plug whatever you want plug, man, and of course, general thoughts on the movie.
4: Hey, what's good? It's the hardest voice of sports. The muscle of the Giants community, Fisk Vegas. And go sub to all my channels. Fisk Vegas Blue, General Fisk. Go hit those up. Got videos daily. Giants Outsiders every Wednesday with Cop Pizzle. Every Sunday my Blood Money NFL Recaps with my man RJ. Go check all that out. And as far as the movie goes, great movie, horrible superhero movie. All great right. film. It's a great film. But as far as superhero movies go, it's, it's deplorable, terrible. And oh, bad boy. for the culture, too. But
5: well, go ahead.
1: <laughs> and it's the wild man from the land of the sand, wild Ben. Love to hear your thoughts. And, of course... Plug yourself in. I know you have a new podcast as well.
6: Yeah, so uh, if you can find me on my usual spot, Wild Band, uh, I still appear on the Monstrosities channel every once in a while. Um, But now, it's it's been a while since I've been on here, but now I have a podcast. Me and my three friends, uh, we have a podcast called Petty Cash Podcast. If you are a Ghostbusters fan, you may recognize that title. Uh, we're, we're now like 20 plus episodes strong. We're still currently only on YouTube, but we're working on getting approved for Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Um, for the movie, I can say I really like this. I'd say it's just as good, if not slightly better, than the first movie. Oh, wow. And I pres- like the acting is probably one of the strongest things in this movie.
1: All right, all right, we'll take it. All right, Joe. Uh, I want to hear your general thoughts and of course, please tell everybody about the videos that we got up and Our twitch streams coming up
2: Yes, so Me and you went to see this together. Um, I I think I'm gonna put this at middle of the road, you know, I I liked it, but you know, it, it, I, will, I will say it's probably like like you've been telling me the best of the post end game era but It isn't saying much. So, I I did like parts of it, but it's got some glaring plot plot holes in it and you know, I just can't overlook them. So, we're gonna have an interesting discussion, to say the least. As as for stuff that we have going on, uh, we have Derek's video, the Godzilla versus Mighty Morphin' Power Rangers. His review of that comic is up on YouTube now. So go ahead and check that out. Our unboxing video, of the PS5 Collector's Edition of Gotham Knights. Speaking of
1: Gotham Knights.
2: Gotham Knights, we are playing every Tuesday on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Live. So go ahead and check those out every Tuesday. And every Friday, we're playing Donkey Kong 64. Yes. (laughs) Last barrel blast from the
1: past. (laughs) Yes. Alright, so, my I'm kind of with Joe on here, like, I, there are some stuff about this movie I like, but for everything I like, there's also a big glaring dislike, so the movie was middle of the road for me, um, not the best from Marvel, but I think it's far from the worst, best post-Endgame movie, I'm not counting Spider-Man, cause that's Sony, if we're gonna count Spider-Man, then we're gonna throw Mor- Morbius in there too, but I think post-Endgame, this is the best MCU movie, and like I said there's some things to like about it Uh, a lot of there are some missed opportunities and we're gonna get into it Uh, But also while I have everybody here to have everybody's attention uh, something I I haven't put the promo together but I want to promote it here right here right now Uh, please 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 mark your calendars for Saturday December 17th as we're gonna be doing a charity live stream that's right we are gonna be doing cheesy movies for charity We're going to be watching terrible, terrible cheesy movies that we enjoyed. But while we watch these movies, we're going to try to raise money for St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital. That's my favorite charity. I want to do something nice for the Christmas season. I want to do something nice before I die. I want to use my platform for good for once in my fucking life. That being said, starting at noon on December 17th, we're going to be watching, in order, Street Fighter the movie. Then we're going to watch Superman 4 then we're gonna watch Godzilla's Revenge, then we're gonna watch God Help Me, Mortal Kombat Annihilation, and then we're gonna end the night on the highest note possible as we watch Batman and Robin. So please, (laughs) if you're able to donate, even if it's just a dollar, by all means, please, we're gonna try to raise at least $500, but I believe, because I believe in Nerd Cage Nation, I believe we can raise more than $500, but we're gonna aim for $500 minimum. So Mm -hmm. please, Mark. Accounts again, Saturday, December seventeenth, starting at noon Eastern Standard Time. Marathon of cheesy movies watch party. Join in on the fun. Donate if you can. Pretty please and thank you. That being said, gentlemen, Joe, kick this shit off, man. What are we (coughs) gonna start with? Let's just start with the opening scene. All right, guys, just let your nuts hang. We don't we don't have to go in order anymore so opening scene who wants to just just let it let it go
6: go ahead um this movie just starts it immediately goes the the opening scene i i heard like oh yeah like it mimics like the opening scene of the first black panther movie so i was going in kind of expecting like seeing like Shuri or uh the Queen Ramonda just on like a, a Wakandan jet heading home hearing the news of T'Challa's death. Nope, we immediately hear Shuri like freaking out like hey, we got to get got to get this going, got to make sure everything works cuz T'Challa is dying at the beginning of the movie. He's not dead yet. So mm-hmm. the fact that we got to hear like hear him die at the beginning of the movie was a little shocking. I I expected to see the funeral near the beginning of the movie, but I didn't expect to hear him die in the movie, even though you don't hear or see him die, but still like, oh, yeah, the, your brother's with the ancestors now. Like, oh, okay.
1: Yeah, yeah that was uh, quite a shock, because I thought it was just going to open with the funeral. The fact that it just they had that scene. I mean, I, I'll give it a, that. that's like one of the pot... <clears throat> I, I should say positive because it's such a dreary scene, but it it's an emotional scene and it really like yeah. set the tone for the whole movie and like, and, and and it was touching. It was, it was, I mean, I don't know what, uh, Pete, Fisk, if you guys want to chime in on, you know, the opening scene here.
3: Uh, I, I thought that it would, like, uh, even just before the opening scene, the Marvel intro this time, it was no oh, yeah, music.
5: Yeah. It was, yeah. it was almost
3: somber and it's every clip of uh, Chadwick uh, from previous films. And that kind of set the tone and then boom, right into the more or less emergency room uh, that Sherry's in uh, working on a cure for him. And then she can't be with him. And that lingers until that final, final scene just before the credits. And, you know, she she doesn't get the closure because she wasn't there with him. Thought that was pretty powerful um and then we, we we saw in the trailer the uh you know the funeral scene um and they uh, they brought together something that's found that uh you know it hinted at uh haiti being a location later on because um they, it was you know very somber dealing with the death and then they had a second line which you find in new orleans and all the creole culture that comes from new orleans uh, can be found in haiti and it's it, it was a fun thing to explain to a, a student today was that you have you know you have your somber you have your death you deal with the the passing and then the second line is when you're returning from the funeral and the burial and you're celebrating life and that's what they were doing and at that, that 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 hit hard because that was ryan coogler um touching on a lot of black culture right there and it was um you know playing to a you know a wider diaspora of uh african culture around the world and then kind of hinting at it and then getting to Haiti later on. So I thought the intro set a tone and caught the eye of of myself right away.
1: Yeah. uh, Joe, Fisk, opening, thoughts on the opening uh, scene.
4: Oh, I thought that it was, it was sad. You know, it was a little sad when I saw him on the montage. So what happened is, once I saw Chad with Bozeman, his Marvel montage, a little flashback they did, it made me understand why they didn't recast him. You can't replace his presence. You can't replace that energy that he brought to the character. So I get why they didn't recast him. But if if I'm his if I'm Chad with Bozeman's Boseman, family, I don't like that scene. Why would you make me relive that again? You mean you make the guy pass away from a disease on film, even though he passed away from a disease in real life? I didn't like that. I thought it was doing too much. You know, I think Marvel lately has been—you know—Marvel went from being the funny, funny company, and DC being the dark, grimy company to now Marvel's trying to make everybody cry in every freaking movie. We had that 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 junk in Spider-Man: Homecoming, and now we got this. Okay, uh, enough Marvel, you don't need to cry. That's why (laughs) Thor Love and Thunder was, I liked it. Bring the jokes back. Like this whole emotional stuff, everything gotta be so heavy lately. Like, relax, all right? Lead at the DC, you feel me? That's not why I fell in love with Marvel. So I, I didn't like it. They didn't have to kill the guy on screen to open the movie. And then what kills me the most is you kill the guy on screen to open the movie. then it's like it doesn't happen they just jump straight into neymar they jump straight into the movie it's as if it was a writing and you know y'all are all familiar with films and how they're structured and how they're written yeah you can tell that that was just written into the movie that's not they they continue with the original script right after that scene
1: actually i'm glad you brought that up because one thing i want to point out maybe a lot of people don't know is uh by all means, watch my uh, watch the Joe Blow celebrity interview with Nate Moore, the, the producer. Uh, I edit that, shameless plug, but one of the glaring things, and you could tell, and this is why I think the movie had odd pacing, is there were two scripts written for the movie. One before Chadwick Boseman died and one after. Then Disney, the mighty Disney and Kevin Foggy came in and said, you know what, I want to take both of these scripts and mesh them together and make it into one single movie the best you can and Fist, since you just alluded to that I'm wondering that you know that was like one of the things that I almost felt like that was that that maybe you're right maybe that was kind of like forced in there and another thing I, I kind of disagree with I understand we go to Marvel for the jokes and shit but that's just it like I'm tired of all the Marvel jokes I'm tired of like the Marvel formula so it gets really like I don't know it gets really dry for me to the point where I it just it's like, it just gets annoying. So having this movie ha- kind of like lean, I mean, there were jokes. They got their jokes off a few times, but I'm glad that they didn't lean as hard on the jokes um, in this particular movie, which was kind of a nice um, fresh, you know, fresh breath air, you know. Mike, I, I can.
6: I can agree with that. For me, like the jokes landed more often than not in this particular movie than as opposed to let's say Multiverse of Madness, where it was a more straight Marvel movie that had like their typical humor spread throughout the film. Whereas this one, this was just a (laughs) well-made film that happened to be a superhero movie that had nice doses of humor spread throughout the movie. Like it wasn't like, oh, like the, the next five minutes has jokes and then like, we'll go another hour. But no, it's like every like I want to say like every thirty minutes, maybe like every fifteen minutes, we had a decent joke, and yeah. it landed for me.
2: Yeah, I, I, think, agree with I think Marvel's problem right now is balance because they're either too heavy on humor or too heavy on the somberness, and they don't they don't know how to do the dark and gritty yet. It's more they just kind of float emotion into it and hope that's going to make it dark. That. Just makes people cry. It doesn't really make it a dark tone that you can kind of feel and be immersed in. It's if you just put you know emotion into it like that, it's not. It's not going to give the same feeling that DC usually does. So they're still working on it. I'm hoping they get better at it, but right now it's just not hitting in the right way. Agreed.
4: And yeah. the thing is, the what what, what DC does great. Is it's natural. They're they're not forcing it. It's the tone is the, the Dark Knight tone resonated through Man of Steel. It resonated through Batman versus Superman. It, what Marvel has to understand is the reason why DC does dark so good is because it's based in reality. When you watch the Batman movie that we saw earlier this year, which is still the best comic book movie of the year, by the way.
1: Yes, me. agreed. Agreed. I think the I Batman one comic book movie for me anyway. <laughs> yes.
4: Is yeah. grounded in reality, so it can be dark and gritty, and it not feel overdone. When you're killing, when you can we tell I spill Spider-Man: Homecoming spoilers? Is yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we already did that. On, we already spoilers. did spoilers. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> so when you kill Aunt May, and then you got all three Spider-Mans having some group therapy session about dead people, like you're forcing. Them. When you go and you, and you try to build a whole <laughs> script around Wanda trying to get her children, but she can't have them, you're forcing it. When you, when you have Black Widow, her parents are like force feeding her into Russian spy slavery, you're forcing it. When you kill Chadwick Boseman of a disease that he just died from, and then you kill his mother an hour later, you're forcing it, enough. <laughs> enough, Marvel, <laughs> stop.
1: This I do this. agree, you're I trying
4: think- trying to get us to cry, Marvel.
1: Not to jump too far but I do think I do think it was a weird decision to kill off Queen Ramada. Um Angela was the best part of that movie. And yeah, the fact yeah. that they I'll killed I'll her off up. she carried the movie. She
6: Shut up, carried man. the movie. Angela, yeah. Angela Bassett. Like oh, I know superhero movies don't get her. recognized saying, too often. Me too, man. Her. Me too. She's an amazing actress and she is not not too shabby to look at either. Yeah. yeah. Um but like B.
4: Vance is a lucky man, just saying. <laughs> well, like seriously. And when you kill a person like that, you kill them with you kill them with class. Okay. When you kill Angela yeah. Bassett, it's supposed to be up close, personal, and gritty. It's not supposed to be drowned her and name watcher from a hundred feet away. Why she go come on, man. I'll give mm-hmm. the
6: death this though. It was a selfless death. She at least died
4: saving, saving someone. Nine, so I can uh, I can yeah. I can at least give the give the death that they tried to get us a cry. Seat. See, they're doing it again. Oh yeah. my gosh.
5: She died trying to save a young child. I, I, the problem is, is they're, 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 they're
1: going to do a third movie. I think it's an inevitable they're going to do a third they movie. They better not. No, they they probably they will, but now, with no Chadwick Boseman and no Angela Bassett now, I can't see, no offense, I don't think Shuri can char- carry this franchise. And that's I don't I think we have to stick. worry
3: about Shuri carrying the franchise because they gave us the future of the franchise in the final scene to go back to that but yeah yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> that, that, that's
3: that that's set up and I got a, I got a theory I'll share later on that but I thought that um Angela Bass's character uh first movie she held her presence there this one it was from the beginning much more powerful from the un scene having yeah. two two white countries two white people talking down to her and then she drops the hey come on in with the guys I just captured yesterday what a slap in the face to that! Uh, I, I I questioned her death right away. I was like, "No, come on, no way." They put the beads on just Like, come on, this this can't be. The only reason I can see their, them killing her off was because when um, Shuri went to the afterlife in that scene, she ends up meeting Killmonger. She couldn't meet uh, Chadwick. They weren't gonna do a hologram, uh,
5: you know, a an archive thing of him. Yeah. But
3: they had her later on, and that was the you know, show him who you are. Um, show him, show, yeah, show him who you are.
5: Oh, Without her dumb, dying, no
3: she doesn't get to say that and and bring that back from the first movie. And I think that's like the only reason they were like, well, we can't just let her live. Like you know, she can be well, in a hospital bed or something. But it, I'm not, I wasn't for it. But it was a great way to end the second I, act of the film. I think the
2: the other reason that they did that is because Black Panther is supposed to be. You know king or queen or whatever Mm -hmm. so if you have a queen already and you have a black panther it doesn't make sense to have a queen and a black panther unless you know there's a succession thing or something like that so to kill her off makes Shuri queen you know, so yeah. I think that might have had. Something I mean, newer.
1: I see where you're coming from, Joe. By the way, Joe, uh, J- Joe, just for the record, the chat's not working on Stream, uh, Streamlabs, so please uh, keep up with the chat, cause I can't see it. I'm, yeah, I'm I can see phone, it. Yeah. Um, but Joe, uh, I just want to point something out before we kind of move on. Uh, then we, then we can move on from the opening scene. But like, so Joe, being Joe.
2: Yeah, I was gonna mention this. You can. But go first up.
1: and <laughs> foremost, I gotta rip the movie real quick. Why the fuck were the coffins
4: CGI?
1: It was yeah, glaring.
4: Really? Yeah. I, they were CGI. You didn't I, notice that?
5: I yeah.
1: didn't notice, no. Oh, what? I didn't notice. Maybe my eyes trained better than most people, but the, the the CGI coffins was it was a glaring problem. On top of that, listen, I hate to bring up a dark moment in my life, but I've carried a coffin before. There's no way those women are able to carry the coffin up here. Up under. here, yeah. <laughs> no fucking way. I can bench press more than all those women put together times two. Just saying, not the brag. But like, but there's no way you carry a, a a coffin up here. It was glaring CGI problem, just like like the like the rhinos in the first movie. Like they, they couldn't afford to make a Black Panther coffin. Disney, you had a CGI of the coffin, and then Joe. Everybody's crying in the movie theater, right? Everybody's crying in the movie theater. Joe, B and Joe, go ahead, Tom, about our uh, Twitch moment.
2: All right, so. In inner Twitch moments, every time something monumental happens, we you know go like this and say, Jesus, right? Well, Jesus. As, the co- as the coffin is being raised and beamed into the ship, all of a sudden I have to go, Jesus,
1: right next to him. And, <laughs> and I just burst out laughing. Yes. And, and people crying in the theater. I'm like, no.
5: <laughs>
2: oh, yeah, that's, that's me. See, that's Will's
1: laughing because he watches our Twitch streams. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Joe. Let's move That's on. That's awful, <laughs> but I love it. All right,
2: so let's <laughs> move on. So now we're gonna move on to characters, and I think we're gonna have to start with the, you know, the main one. We're gonna start with Black Panther.
6: We're gonna start with Shuri. Who will to go first? I'll, I'll go first. I will say before we fu- we got the full reveal of the new Black Panther, there was one scene that like tricked me a little bit. Because let's, all I think real. you're gonna say the same one that tricked me. Let's all be exactly. real. We, we all guessed it was gonna be Shuri from the, se- the from the from the teaser. Oh, yeah. We all guessed it was yeah. gonna be her, but when Queen Ramonda died and we had the three women and Umbaku around her grave, we saw Shuri, um, Okoye, and Nakia, and they all had like the ceremonial funeral like dots around their eyes. And on the new Black Panther mask, they had like those dots around the eyes as well. I knew I had a feeling it was gonna be Shuri, but like that scene, I was like, wait. Could it be one of these three instead of just Shuri? Cause my original guesses were gonna be Shuri, Nakia, or Okoye. Because me personally, like the Black Panther, he has some they have to know how to fight. It's like, okay, Naki could probably do it. Okoye could easily like, kick somebody's ass as the Black Panther, but like logically and just based on the comics, I knew it more likely had to be Shuri. And then of course when she like she like drops down into the, the meeting room with Mbaku and the elders, like Alright, cool. New Black Panther. Let's go. It's so, weird. I was I was confused by a
2: different scene. I was confused by the scene where she's underwater and then her suit materializes and she's got, you know, the the glass over it so she can ble- breathe and stuff. But as it's materializing, I thought it was gonna be a Black Panther suit and I was like, Nokia's Black Panther? <laughs> and then it and then it stops and it has that windshield on her face or whatever. And I was like, Oh. Okay. No, it's
6: not. <laughs> <Got you>. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, no. For me, I had no problems with uh, Shuri being uh, the Black Panther, especially since like it shows in this. Oh, this yes, great... she has the. Yes, she has been given the powers of Black Panther. That doesn't mean she knows how to fight.
1: She... That was another thing. Like, she does. She's a, she's a gadget girl. She's she's like
5: I she's like Tigra's Q. She can't and fight.
6: She, she at least incorporated her gadgetry into her new Black Panther suit, and that did help her in the fight. But again she's not a she does she's not a fighter she's not a warrior she barely held her own against namor yeah but i have an explanation for that because if you go back to
2: the first black panther when they're doing the ceremony and everything it tells you that you get all of the experiences of all the ancestors which would mean you get their fighting experience too
1: still it just shouldn't just come like she's got to learn to like harness and learn how to fight Again, nah, you saw Takala we and, and Nimbaku battle. Like, it just bothered me. I'm sorry. I didn't like Shuri as Black Panther. I think it's just, she doesn't have that charisma. She lacks the charisma that Chadwick Boseman has. And I just, it's just she's just not a believable Black Panther to me. And I just, and it was, the execution was just head, it was a head scratcher for me. That's well, that's I, a, I
2: understand why they did it. I mean, they had to keep it in the family, you know? I, what I just, mean?
1: think they did. not <laughs> Mbaku I mean, should have been Black Panther. That's my look, opinion. Uh, there is nothing, any... nothing
6: that they that says he couldn't be the next Black Panther after shooting.
1: Fisk, I mean, what, what, Fisk what's your take on him? Because I I didn't like like Dude, this.
4: Are, y'all, are y'all scared of the Me Too movement before I go on my rant. What? Not at all. I need to be Don't nice on. to the females. <laughs> <laughs> oh Alright, so. Oh, get if wrong, I got go per- if I got permission to speak freely, let's call it what it is. This is this is a black chick flip and it's disgusting, okay? Did those female protectors only work because Chachala because was the guy. Once you replace a strong Black man with a female lead, now it's a chick flick because now you got a whole bunch of girls protecting another girl. And then her sidekick is a girl. Even James Bond had cute. okay? Like, there's no male presence in the whole movie. The only strong man we had in the movie gets emasculated every time Shuri talks. Like, this is terrible. What? No, this was bad. The Black Panther is supposed to be a male lead, period. You give it to a female who was the gadget girl. You didn't even give it to the warrior girl. You give it to the gadget girl, and she plugs in uh, some artificial heart, and she now she knows kung fu like me up this is bs this made no sense and what kills me the most about them giving it to shirt is the simple fact that you have michael b jordan sitting right there he fell into the ocean nobody saw him die You have a movie about atlantis bring him back
5: i don't, I don't understand
4: know. it sure I mean, should not be black panther i
1: i just feel like we okay so first you said like uh there was no male presence i thought Mbaku was the best written character in the movie, besides Angela Bassett. Was the best written character, and he was the wisest one. He tried yeah. to counsel her, and I just thought, he, like, yes, I'm for this guy. And he I grew I'm kind from of, but, like, I felt, like, I feel like he should have been Black Panther because he he almost beat Takala in the first movie, and I just think he's got a he's got a big presence to him, and I don't feel like Shuri has that. No,
6: because I thought this as well, like both when, uh, mainly when she had the helmet off, but like looking at Shuri in the Black Panther suit. It was horrible. Not that it was horrible. She is really skinny. Like she put on a tiny bit of muscle for the role, but she is really skinny.
1: Yeah. And we see her stand next to all these other characters and she's, yeah, you're right. She's tiny, you know.
4: You mean to tell me the girl who couldn't help out on the bridge when they got attacked (laughs) an <laughs> hour and a half later in the movie is taking down Neymar? She couldn't rock with the henchmen on the bridge, but because she creates some artificial heart, she, she's Black Panther now. Here's another thing, too. How <laughs> do you create an artificial heart an hour and a half after Chavo Bozeman died? So now you get smart, now you get an epiphany, so you couldn't save your brother, but now you found a way to recreate the heart an hour and a half later? Well, it's a year and and a half later. She, Oh, yeah. To, the, to that vampire. point, I'm give
3: her
6: that. yeah. To that point, because uh, Killmonger burned all the heart-shaped plants in the last one, they they had trouble recreating it as we saw in the beginning of the movie. But because that, because of the telecon bracelet that had the this, the similar vibranium plant that gave yeah. Namor his his people's powers, they were able to replicate a similar uh, purple uh, heart plant from that because they had similar property, so i'll give her that she was able to do it
4: because she found the the correct material later but but will even that's stupid will you mean to tell me i'm gonna give you some random person i've never met the bracelet of my mother from 500 years ago (laughs) i will say i i will agree with that Uh
6: like like the second he gave her that bracelet like How is that going to come back? I know that's going to come back. How is it going to come back? Hey,
3: We were just fighting 20 minutes ago and I kidnapped you here, but this is important to me. Let me have you take this. And it was like, (laughs) yeah, Will, you're right. It it was like, where is this coming up? And right later on, it fits in perfectly, but imperfectly because you, you had to force that into the conversation.
4: And then like and I'm just tired of Marvel doing this. Like they they're forcing. And listen, I'm not I'm not against female leads. I'm not against that. But between Captain Marvel, WandaVision, Black Widow, female Thor, like okay, now you give us a, a, a female Black Panther. It's as if Marvel is going out their way to oversaturate us, not including She-Hulk and Miss Marvel. They're going out their way to oversaturate us with female lead characters. At the end oh. of the day, Black yeah. Panther should have been – give it to Michael B. Jordan. Should have gave it to him. Another guy who could have been Black Panther. My man Hawk, my, my man Hawkeye from um, Black Adam. he had been perfect for Black Panther. You know what's funny? Mark Withers
1: told me the same thing, that if they were to recast the role, he, he, Elders Hodge was his pick. My That's his pick, name from Black Adam? But, yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh. my yeah, it- pick would have right. been – John David Washington, who's Same. Denzel's son, Same. looks similar. I, I, I hate to say, he does look similar to Chadwick Boseman, where I feel like he could play the role. um But yeah, I mean, fist definitely. I definitely appreciate your uh, strong opinion. And and again, I understand your sentiment. But uh, Pete, I want to get your take before we move on. Pete, what is your take on on Shuri? Because I we I know you didn't really get to say your overall thoughts.
3: I, I thought Sherry uh, had to play the, you know, f- from the beginning uh, missing her brother's death when she was told, hey, you need to be with your brother. I thought I saw that as just foreshadowing for, you know, something that's going to carry over her throughout the whole film. Uh, she was, you know, angry. Uh, and there were there's a few Marvel films that, that that reflects on. And she just, you know, kept the anger up and then she sympathizes to uh, some sympathize, of empathizes with Namor when she gets down there. And then comes back and she has to have a little struggle and that doesn't end until killmongers there so her character i thought was framed by every everybody around her and every scene she was put into um i I imagine you know i don't know who else they could have made okay we are we just had this discussion who else could be black panther but you got to keep it in the family in this case and they'll continue to do that for the next movie and i can see her potentially not wanting to give up the mantle of Black Panther, or we have two at once, and then this young 12, 13-year-old Prince T'Challa has to return, you know, returns to Wakanda, and you might see a struggle between no, the Black Panther, but you'll get it when when it's your turn. Um, And I don't know if that's reflected in the comics, but I I I thought she was angry and grew, and it was that final scene in her mother's voice just saying, remember who we are, and then she doesn't kill him. Um, I thought grounding uh, Namor in that one scene, cutting off the wings, that was the I that was that where was, thing I, shifted. I that's that the one real thing real you couldn't real. compete with was his flight. Like he could just take off and then she fixed that. Um, so I thought there was some growth,
4: but I thought it was a little forced on some things. Hey, Pete, can I ask you a question? Sure. Do you think that, do you think if they do Black Panther 3, do you think it's a time skip or do you think we get T'Challa from another world? and they replace Shuri with another universe's um, T'Challa.
3: I think that uh, I saw somewhere that this this would be set in 2025. Um, so I imagine that we get a five year gap between now and that, and maybe it's even a couple of years ahead. Um, so I think I'm looking at Prince T'Challa as being 12, 13 years old in the new one and make him a teenager, maybe the same kid. And that would be That would be an ideal jump ahead, and that can give you, um, I don't know if that lines up with Young Avengers, but it could be one of those. And then you've got possibly three more Black Panther films with a brand new T'Challa going into the 30s.
6: I I think that also all depends on what they do in Secret Wars, because we know Secret Wars will more than likely, not will be, but more than likely will be a multiversal giant mega fight. So if they decide to bring in another universe as T'Challa, then maybe they'll go that route. Or maybe they won't.
1: Which is possible. We don't know. I mean...
4: We'll find out in three years. (laughs) Or imagine this. Imagine a noble version of Michael B. Jordan's character. Maybe yeah. maybe a noble version of Killmonger, where in on another Earth he's a good leader. In a wow, group. that works too. I go for that.
2: Wow. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how how far they're gonna stretch the multiverse theory, because um, it seems to be breaking down everywhere. <laughs> but uh, but if they do take it there, we'll, we'll see. But Could I. Yeah, and I mean I mean I th- I think I agree with Pete though. I think it's I think it's gonna be a time skip and I think it's gonna be Prince T'Challa, but the only difference in my prediction is that I think she's gonna remember her mother saying, uh, remember who we are or whatever. But she's always been T'Challa's support. Like that's who she is. And not only that, but she I think she's gonna realize, you know, Black Panther isn't me and she's probably going to willingly hand it over to Prince Fratella, I believe. Okay. Well,
4: that's well, the only thing this movie was missing is I needed Killmonger versus Namor. That's what we needed. That's what the world needed. Killmonger and Namor face-to-face like a rock, stone-cold, WWE poster for like 30 minutes in a movie. We needed that. <laughs> I needed dialogue between Namor and Killmonger. Killmonger saying, you, you, you come out the water again, I'm going to clip your wings. That's what we needed. <laughs> Not this whole going back and forth with Angela Bassett. Like, it, it wasn't believable. I would
3: have loved that, to see- that, into,
4: write that. Write that into
3: What If Season 2. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I,
4: like, I needed to see that. I would have loved to see Neymar come out the water in the middle of a, of a Killmonger yoga session or something. And I would have loved to see him talk that crap to Killmonger. That's what we needed. We needed the... I don't want to sound so anti-girl right now. But we needed male machismo. We needed a whole lot of... We just needed some 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 spunk in the movie, okay? We needed mojo, all right? We needed a whole lot of testosterone in that movie. Neymar and was shot. missing a male to go at. I'm sorry. Neymar was so gangster, so thorough, and so just everything I wanted out of a bad guy. But it's like, okay, so in Thor, we got... Gore the God Butcher, who they just ruined, because he should have been the most diabolical villain ever, but they just ruined that. So you got the great hero in Thor, and then they ruined Gore the God Butcher. And then in Black Panther, they fix the villain, and then they don't give us a good hero. I'm like, Marvel, like, I slipped. You're slipping at this point. Like, I'm I'm so mad at Marvel. You know what I kind of want to see, now that I think about
2: it, because Namor is like Aztec, right? like I am yeah, the, yeah how about namor versus moon knight Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> i'd like to see that i actually be, movie, right? I'm, right? I'm
1: half mexican so i, I key like i love namor you so. are <laughs>
2: yeah. yes he is yes. <laughs> he's got the enchiladas <laughs> to prove it <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right. Uh, I think well, well. why don't we just move on and name more that? Absolutely. Again, I was happy because like I and it's funny they, they went with the golden age look. Um, I, I first and foremost, I just want to say I'm still going to lean that I think Aquaman and Atlantis was done better, but yeah. the fact that they pulled up the golden age look and they casted a Mexican, <laughs> <laughs> like, yes, and you know to see you know to see the Mexicans whoop some ass. I, I loved it. I loved it. Um, so yeah, I thought, I, I enjoyed the character, I enjoyed like his in- his intensity, um, you know, that he was violent and intense, um, a little disappointed that he kind of like, you know, got his ass beat and then just said, oh yeah, the- team up with Wakanda is going to be the best thing for I kind of wish they left the war open instead of like him surrendering the way I he kinda did. kind of did. So, but... I love Namor. What do you guys think of my only problem is why didn't they refer to him as the Submariner? It kind of yeah. bothered me. They probably to,
6: they probably will in the future. I mean, yeah.
1: To me, I mean, he's the Submariner. That's how I like grew up knowing it's the Submariner. And he's and fun fact, my dad loves the Submariner. Like, I just wish they referred to him as the Submariner. I know they made the mutant reference. You know, they call <laughs> him the uh, the the con or whatever the the god
3: whatever. Yeah. Other serpent gun.
1: Yeah, but I I just wish they referred to him as the Submariner. But that, I think that's we get what that. Not, not a deal breaker. All right, I, I'm done, guys. Go. Before
3: I, I we think go. we get that from like uh if Sam Jacksons it, it mentions it, that'll probably be a good way for him to say it. It'll be brought up as kind of like a nickname kind of thing, um, since they had to emphasize where his name Namor come from. And of all the things I've I knew about him, I didn't know the name origin. And I just waited in the movie for something to come up. And the way that they dropped that in with the no love.
5: Yeah, no love, like, yeah. Well, no love, yeah. Then I, I looked it up today him. and
3: they said um, his name backwards is Roman. And then that can have a relation to Atlantis. I'll go with the no love one because that, he, he, he was so intense from the moment that he was on screen coming, to, coming in through the water, which, I mean, if they're at a lake or, or whatever they were at in the beginning, I don't know how he shows up there. And that was a mystery. And then he... Drops the machine right next to him and then takes off. That was that was an excellent uh, tone for him to set. So I I thought the character was great. I love the, the the Mayan uh, culture and all the tie-ins they had to it. They even had their uh, they have a version of basketball um, before. Oh yeah, um, with, um, <laughs> they did use giant stones to throw them through. Um, that every little thing that they had was great but uh, DC Atlantis is a better than Telecon. Uh, it was brighter in Atlantis. I, I thought yeah, that.
1: Yeah, uh, um, Ryan Cooler came out and said, like, thank God for Aquaman because they, they, that movie paved the way for us to do this. They said it <clears> straight <throat> up. It was, in a, it was in an interview, like, a couple and days ago. And they did it horribly,
4: too. That, 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 that knockoff Atlantis was just, it wasn't cool. I'm sorry. The problem
1: he is just... Aquaman. DC beat. This is the one time DC beat Marvel to the punch, so yeah. the, the comparison's inevitable. Although um, the one, <laughs> one glaring,
2: the one glaring thing for me is if both Wakanda and that under underwater city there has vibranium, why aren't they both advanced? You know what I mean? If if one was able to advance their technology so well with that one mineral, and then the other one just kind of Went underwater, and that's it. Wouldn't they both be advanced? Yeah, it yeah. seemed like know. it seemed oh.
6: like they d- weren't really utilizing vibranium that much. Yeah. It seemed like they were only utilizing vibranium for the that sun mechanic he created, and then yeah. their weapons. That's about it.
4: Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. when they do live underwater, it's not like you could cut a computer on in the middle. No, of the and
6: I, I understand that, but just <laughs> like because, because they are like they're they live underwater. They really don't have a use for vibranium exactly. other than yeah. other than the creation and then the weaponry.
3: The one thing I'm curious about, and it goes back to our two uh, Easter eggs for Namor, is the um, you know the little dot on the map in Iron Man Two, and then the earthquake in Endgame.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, maybe they, maybe uh, you know, as they're searching for vibranium. They're like, okay, we're moving the city. And he says it in that big scene um when he's all in the all fully dressed up, he says, I am not moving again. They never moved except before he was born. So th- that implies that there had to be a move of some sort. Maybe the earthquake was that and we find that out down the road and they retcon it. Um or just explain it in general. Um, I thought, you know, you you, you are right. There was no real use for the vibranium. And they kind of like threw out the well, maybe there was multiple meteors. I'm like, Ah, okay, so there's lots of vibranium everywhere, but only one or two characters talked about that, so it's not like they're searching beyond the two uh, nations.
6: Yeah. Which, that's that's another thing I want to bring up about the movie. The the vibranium, like, quote-unquote subplot, I don't know how you, anyone would want to delegate that, but, like, the the part of the plot that dealt with, like, Everett Ross and the CIA, and Lady, uh, uh... Contessa. Uh, uh, Val. I, the Lady Hydra. Um, Elaine Benes.
4: I just called Elaine. I ain't got something. <laughs>
6: <laughs> did that need to be in the movie? What did that add? My
1: thing was yeah, they, did, they did such one. a good job keeping this movie self-contained. Like if you just saw Black Panther and that was it, you were good. But then now they yeah. added a character from Falcon and the Winter Soldier into the mix and it probably confused a lot of people.
4: But she has to be in it because she's all right, so once again, this I did catch. I didn't catch the CGI tombstone, but what I did catch was this: <laughs> they basically just told you she's gonna raid, she's gonna invade Wakanda. Because remember, Neymar, they, Neymar set it up at the end. Neymar said, "We're their only allies. When the, when 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 they get invaded, they're gonna run to us. You know she's gonna go invade Wakanda. She's mm-hmm. gonna go to Wakanda. She's gonna get that vibranium." And Shuri is gonna go to Neymar. I don't know what movie is gonna be in. I don't know what TV show or whatever is gonna be. Possibly in, the Thunderbolts. Mm. Yeah, that makes the most sense. That makes the most sense. She takes her, she takes her knockoff Suicide Squad into Wakanda, <laughs> and tries to get the tries to get the um, vibranium. But with Shuri, and this is and this and this goes back to leadership and what I get annoyed with with the way they're handling Wakanda right now. You, They have... To, Angela Bassett set the tone. She made a good example of those enemies when they try to sneak in and get the vibranium and whatnot. My only problem is once, as the movie progressed, it's as if, like... As the movie progressed, it's, it's, it's just as if they, they forgot that happened because when Neymar makes that proposal to her, she was so quick to take the Earthling side she was so quick to take their side like they didn't just try to steal from them an hour going to the moon and so my whole thing was I would have liked to see from Neymar's character, I would have liked to see him play more on the Shuri's her insecurities because they did just try to invade you and Neymar was like yo, we could take them out you can have the land, I can have the ocean, we can live peacefully. And I feel like that they should have played more on that. that. That's Captain America versus Iron Man right there. Two people want the same thing, but they go about it different ways. They should have, the movie should have really been the battle of it, it, like, 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 um, Daredevil. Remember when Daredevil versus Punisher, two people want the same thing, but they go about it differently and yeah. they fight each other because of that. That could have been the movie. It didn't need all the extra stuff. You didn't even have to give us a Black Panther. You could have just gave us Wakanda versus Atlantis and them battling over ideology, and that would have been a better movie rather than giving Shuri the Black Panther man. It could have just been Neymar Neymar just being a beast, the whole movie, and that could have been the movie. Honestly, God, these- I just want to read the, the original
1: script that Ryan Coogler came up with before you know, Chad was passed yeah. away. Because like I said, they... Think what they I'm dying for. to know what they had intent... Like, what the intention was.
6: I wonder if the original script did have Namor in it, because I feel like... Oh. Like, oh, we've heard like we heard for like at least the past year and a half, like, oh, Namor is going to be the main villain in Black Panther And we also 2. heard
1: the Dr. Doom rumor, which was bullshit.
5: Hmm.
4: Well, there, there was I think that. that was true. I actually yeah. think that was true, but I think they took it out because... Uh, they saving it because uh, did they even announce the cash yet? No, they haven't no. announced the cast yeah. at all for Fantastic yeah, Four. Yeah, I think that's why they took it out. Or I, X-Men. I think they're gonna wait for it.
1: The, like I, there's been there's been rumors floating around, but there had but they but they were supposed to show up at D twenty three and it never happened. Mm. Uh and not to mention there's been a revolving door of directors for, for for Fantastic Four, which no,
6: they have a director now.
1: Yeah, but for now, but there's they're on like their third director, you know, like are they? Yeah, there's been there's been like two uh, they had years.
6: they had John Watts. And then and they, that was then it. they had the now,
1: Spider-Man guy, like they, yeah. like they've been, yeah. So
6: they've only had two directors: John Watts, the original, but he dropped out, and then now we have Matt Shankman. There's only been two directors tied to this movie.
3: Yeah, I, I think we get it by the end of the year because it's supposed to come out in 2020. Well, this, this right? was the
1: last Phase Four movie. This was the end of What well, Kind of Forever is the last? This yeah. is the last phase, mm-hmm. and Quantumania is supposed to kick off Phase Five. Mm-hmm. Um, Which I am excited
4: for. Uh,
1: I hate that. But I actually movies.
4: think that's when we get <laughs> Dr. Doom. I think because um, if, if they do invade Wakanda and in the Thunderbolts, because we know they're going to invade Wakanda because they set it up in this movie. I think that's when we get Dr. Doom. I think Dr. Doom comes once Wakanda is, I don't want to say weekend, but vulnerable. I think that's when Dr. Doom comes in and he steals his vibranium while everybody else is fighting. He just comes in and takes what he wants and he dips. I think they introduced some in that Thunderbolt movie.
0: Do you want the chance to win a free brand new Xbox Series X? All you have to do is subscribe to Nerdcage Live over on YouTube.com slash Nerdcage Live. Once we get to 1,500 subscribers, we'll release a video on how you can enter. No purchase necessary. Contest is for U.S. and Canada only.
1: All right, Nerdcage Nation, oh we will we'll, we'll keep that on record. A few, few years down the road, man, Fisk Vegas predicted the future. I'm telling you, we'll, we're going to have to, like, pay back. Hey, the they case. do
4: call me um, Morpheus Fist, You know, I've been knowing him. <laughs> <Fist. laughs>
5: I oh, mean, my. he's
1: been predicting the goddamn Giants season pretty damn good so far. Just saying. <laughs> hey,
5: look, man. Man. the all future right, right. is
2: my past. I've been there before. I'm going to say one more thing about Namor, and then we're going to move on to the next one. Um, the angle wings. Reminded me kind of of like the lightning thief, Percy Jackson. Mm. You know, oh yeah. Kind yeah, of reminded me. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm wondering if they got that from you know, that type of mythology and stuff. Well but, I think uh, they
6: I think Ryan Kugler said that the the wing the wing patterns were supposed to be based off hummingbirds. Like that makes sense. That works for me. No. Uh
3: yeah. hummingbirds are Central American based. Uh that could come in there and um I've, I've, I've taught world history for over the years, and Ooh. the Mesoamerican stuff is always, always the best. And the one thing about Mayan culture, and uh, it's not so much the culture, it's just that when the Mayans were killed off and had to spread out, the jungle recaptured all of that. Like It took until about a century ago for them to find Chichen Itza and everything down there, and there was still like, so much missing. It's all covered by the jungle they can check it out with laser technology the fact that they are in the ocean and they're only taking up a small part but very little has been explored I thought that kind of mirrored what we're, what we know about the Mayans because you can go into the jungle but if it's not tended to it's getting covered back up again mm-hmm. and um, if you ever saw the end of uh, episode four uh, a new hope those uh, um, the buildings at the end where they get the awards that's the that that's uh, in uh, oh yeah yeah those record. are Mayan uh, uh, temples. Oh, oh wow. I, I, I thought I, I thought what oh they did there was something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, MCU and Star Wars coming together like that.
4: Yo, was Taylor, I hate to I know this has nothing to do with sports, but is Taylor Heineke about to beat the Eagles? I he hope just so. Bomb! He just threw a bomb to Terry McLaurin. They're about to go about two All times. All right,
1: let's go, Washington!
4: <laughs> I hate to interrupt this. This no, it's all uh, good. Well, dude, like state, I said, you are looking the game, at like,
1: three fifths of this stream right now are Giants fans, so you know what? Oh, okay,
5: cool, cool, <laughs> cool.
4: Oh, one more thing on Neymar, I wanted to ask yeah. y'all because I know y'all are more familiar with the comic book than I am. You know, so I wanted to ask y'all a question. When I, from what I understand from the comic book version of Neymar, isn't he supposed to be as strong as the freaking Hulk? Like, isn't he supposed to be mm-hmm. like this super? They
3: made a comment about that too, right? Um, he threw the uh, the helicopter out of the sky. Yeah, that was a little startling. And then later on, so, somebody said he was as strong as the Hulk, which that's something. To
5: which just, which
3: which
4: which, which which leads me to my next question: If this guy's as strong as the Hulk, are y'all telling me sure he can beat the Hulk? <laughs> I mean, I, I just, look, I'm a I'm a wrestling fan. If I, if I see Roman Reigns lose to Rey Mysterio. Now you're telling me Raymond Sierra could be Brock Lesnar? I'm just saying. I'm just pointing <laughs> to, to the gimmick. Yeah. And while I'm ranting on Neymar, right? quick, Because he's like my second favorite villain, right? No, he's my third favorite villain behind Thanos and Killmonger. Um, I'm dead serious, man. Y'all are gonna laugh when I actually get. I'm dead serious. This guy's been alive 500 years, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, mm-hmm. 1500. Yeah, he was born 1500. Whatever.
4: He's the king, right? Yeah. Which means he has access to any woman he wants to. You mean to tell me he's been alive for 500 years and we ain't got no baby Namars running around?
5: <laughs> you mean we me
4: ain't got no baby Namars with little feet, with little wings on their feet running around to help out their daddy in time of war? <laughs> he's supposed to have a whole crew of baby Namars to go, to go handle stuff. I can't, oh, baby I can't be the only one who noticed that. Like, there's no way he's the only one. I'm, I'm the king of it of, of telecom for 500 years, and I ain't piped down like uh, at least 150 girls a century. Nah, man, there's no way. There's no way this man don't got no kids, man. Marvel got the answer to these questions. <laughs> <laughs> this, is what, this is what the people... I, I didn't even think of
6: enough. No, Kevin you got him. <laughs> Yes, I'm asking
4: just like that. Is Neymar a virgin? No way.
5: No way.
1: He better not be. <laughs> better as, be not Mexican, as a half Mexican over here, he better not be.
4: Yo, because he be know he's not rapping. No, he's Neymar. Is Neymar a virgin?
1: i mean
5: <laughs> if we're gonna go, go the
1: right high now. well hold on if we're gonna go the highlander route oh. immortals can't have children mm. but but is he immortal well if he's, he's alive him, well but... here's the thing immortals okay in highlander the immortals live forever unless their heads cut off so uh-huh. like oh. um, that was dark Oh dude, if you have to <laughs> oh, Fisk. I got oh, rid- Fisk! I recommend watch the original Highlander with Christopher Lambert and Sean Connery, I'm telling you. I think you will enjoy it. And the Kurgan is one of the best villains of all time in any in, really? in cinema. Uh and okay. get this Fisk, and then we can move on. The director of John Wick is making a new Highlander remake, reboot movie, and Henry Cable is gonna be the new Highlander oh by the way
4: john wick four. Oh my god yes i can't get enough i can't get enough i know i know i think man. i
1: think we will definitely do a john wick spoiler stream yes. john wick 4. i don't care what do the that.
4: story is about i just want to see john wick murder people i'm a simple yeah, yeah. i am yeah. a simple creature i've never seen them it days. does not matter just oh wow ben you have a golden opportunity go on hbo
1: mask watch all three movies i'm New.
6: I've seen like pieces of the first one. I just have never golden sat down and watched them. I'm not
1: going to make fun of you because they're, they're relatively new. So, but you have a golden opportunity to see some of the best action movies of the last decade. Easily the, between that and The Expendables were probably like the best movie of the last decade, like action movie of the decade. So, uh, check those out. They're fantastic. I, I personally think the first is the best one, but man, the third one was really good. I can't wait for the fourth. I hope they keep making those movies, but yeah. As I was saying, the John Wick director is doing a new Highlander with Henry Cable, so that, that should be cool. All right, Joe, what we got next?
2: Now we're going to move to my biggest upset of the entire movie, and okay. that would be Ironheart.
1: All right.
5: <laughs> I
1: got some things to say. I'm going to kick this off here. I did not like Ironheart. I'm sorry she's no Iron Man, but I'm sorry this is going to sound mean, but here's what bothered me about uh, Ironheart. Okay, I, I got to be careful how I say this. But what bothered me, I'm going to tread lightly when I say this. Uh, I'm hoping everybody here at least has my back here. I found it odd that this character, that they they they, they, they made her so wholesome. She blows up a bunch of cops kill, with no remorse. Kills all these innocent cops uh, that by the bridge, right? Just wipes them away. She has no remorse. Now, rewind back to, to, to Captain America Civil War. When we saw... Oh, uh, Wanda, kill, accidentally kill that guy with the explosion that she tried to contain.
5: <clears throat> and kills
1: that guy and she's like remorse, she starts crying and she's remorseful about it. But this little 19 year old has no remorse for killing cops, but they depict they, they her as this wholesome character and she's like the new hope and the next Iron Man. And then on top of that, I'm sorry, her cost her Iron Man suit looked like a cheap oh, knock of a blue beetle. Oh, it looked like a blue beetle. It didn't look oh, like Ironheart. Oh my Iron gosh, so cheesy. I'm sorry, oh, so I did cheap. not like this character, how she was portrayed. And then of course at the end of the movie, or oh, the cops are gonna come after me or anything. Oh, nope, I took care of it. So this woman got away with murder. Okay, I didn't like it. I did not like how, th- I didn't like it. I'm sorry, okay, I'm sorry.
4: Yeah, actually, Jay, I, ne- I didn't notice that. I really didn't want to on it no mind. I'm just, I'm desensitized to superheroes blowing shit up that I really didn't pay that any attention. I'm glad you brought that up. I did not think it.
1: Well, man. you remember, remember the, the whole the, the chase scene and then like before yeah. that fight on the bridge and then she's like, oh, yeah, I'll come help. And she just blows up all those cops there, all of them, wipe them out.
4: That's a good point. They That's paid actually no a valid mind.
1: Point. Like, in this yeah, is a cool. actually amazing.
6: bring that up too when Val and, um, uh, Ross are investigating the bridge scene. I think they said there were some casualties. I correct me if I'm wrong, but I want to see a background. Still, but but conversation. she was but
1: she was not remorseful about it, and at the end of the movie, she's pretty much she's got a clean slate she's going back to the Oh my scene.
4: gosh, Jay, you just made me look at the whole character differently. You're <laughs> right. That's no, some bullshit. I,
1: I don't Never. like I it. About and it, then right. Joe, Joe's like, Well, <laughs> Iron Man killed people in the cave. Those were terrorists like (laughs) she killed cops like what the fuck dude i'm sorry i did not like this character and her suit was lame all right
5: oh yeah oh yeah that's
1: another thing she's flying in the beginning of the movie she's flying through the air and she 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 crashes into the pavement no injuries Like, this was so lame. And her suit was exposed at that point. (laughs) Yeah, she was exposed. She slams into the pavement. No injuries, no broken bones, no none. She goes up into the stratosphere with no oxygen. No problem. I'm sorry. I didn't like... This this was lazy on Marvel. Shame on you. Fuck Ironheart. I'm done. See, mine mine was more... (laughs) I I
2: was more pissed of the fact that they didn't really do the character justice to her backstory in the comics and everything. Because she's supposed to be like idolizing tony stark and using you know his methods to make the suits and everything and the suit was supposed to be smaller it's supposed to be pink yellow and black not red and blue and it's just it and it was completely cgi which took me completely out of it at least uh the iron man suit was kind of believable this was like what the hell is this thing? And it almost reminded me, it, was, it looked like I was looking at a Power Ranger for,
1: I thought, oh, for was was I was
2: a second there. Power, that's a but I mean, it was nah, just... That was a Blank Man
4: outfit. Y'all remember Blank Man? <laughs> yeah, the, Blank, that, <laughs> that, that Blank Man. That was fresh out of Blink Man. But yeah, that
2: and the, the thing that Jay brought up. And I mean, it's just, there were so many things they did wrong with that character. I just couldn't, I couldn't. I couldn't deal
3: with it. I, th- I, just, I think <laughs> if they're, I, I, I didn't know anything really wanted about her life. going in, and I, and I didn't uh, even in the the first time I saw the trailer, I didn't realize that was Ironheart in there, and I had to, I was like, we'll just be surprised by this. I, I accepted that she was this genius, but they didn't have any any reference to Iron Man or Tony Stark. But I think a yes. Small reason okay. for that is, um, if she idolizes this white guy Tony Stark, kind of takes away from fact that she's working on her own, coming up with all this stuff, being a genius, and it, it gives like an influence of like, oh, you're, you're here because of the white guy instead of on your own merits. And uh, kind of related to that, she made a reference to something. Um, she used the phrase to be young, get, get, young black, and gifted. Uh, that's a Nina Simone song, it's related to Raisin and the Sun. And if you know that play- Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah, we read that in high school. That was- Danny um, Glover. Yeah, th- it, it's related to that with Lorraine Hansberry. That's something that uh, Chadwick Boseman used during an acceptance speech years ago. That I feel was worked in, not forced, and it really fit because she's at MIT. She is young, black, and gifted. But to to go beyond that, um, to say, "Oh yeah, I love Tony Stark." Well, you're young, black, and gifted, but you're looking up to the guy who's gone. I felt that there was a disconnect, and you could have introduced her in another movie, in a different movie, or previously. To some degree and just walked in with like oh look look who made this machine this 19 year old let's go find her and we already know the girl i think that more was annoying. could have been solved yeah i mean personally
2: i think they should have rewrote the character altogether from the comics and rewrote it as you know how tony's daughter is still there make her mm-hmm. iron Killer. that's what i would have done <laughs>
5: fist, more what do you
2: got
4: on the kid from- i want to know what you fist got Who's more annoying, the kid from Black Adam or Ironheart? Iron I haven't Art. seen Black Adam, so I can't comment. I
1: will defend. I will real quick. I will defend the kid from uh, Black Adam because you know what? That relationship to me was like uh, John Connor and Arnold, uh, or your uh, or short rounds and in Indiana Jones. It, it, you know, the little kid, the little teenager idolizing his idol, going on adventures together. Yeah. And as as a man who was once a boy who idolized Arnold and. You know these big, you know action heroes. Like I, I felt for that kid because he idolized Black Adam. i Black found the kid to, to be that. adorable. So I, I actually I liked that kid. I know a lot of people didn't. I actually didn't mind the kid because, like I said, if, to me it felt like Terminator Two or Indiana Jones of the Temple of Doom, that kind of vibe. But anyway, yeah. I, but yeah, <laughs> go ahead. I'll give
2: you a harder question, Jay. Who's more annoying? That and I'll put it on the same same level: the Ironheart or the guy the the guy that. You didn't like in there they got shot. The what? <laughs> Who's that guy? The guy in Black Adam that got shot that you hoped was Oh, I couldn't stand
1: that, that fat guy. Fuck that fat guy. couldn't stand the fat guy. Right. So you didn't like the fat guy. I that couldn't stand funny. him. I was I was hoping he'd die and he didn't. I couldn't oh stand him. Oh, my god! Sorry. Jay, I like the kid. I didn't the like the brother. I didn't like the brother. All right. All right. Back. All right. So back to Ironheart. So Fist, Ironheart.
4: <laughs> I'm just going to be honest with you. I didn't care. It, 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 that was one of those, okay, whatever. You know, it's like, okay, yeah, whatever. I just didn't care. Like enough. Enough. We already got, got Miss Marvel. Okay, we got She hulk Now we getting Iron Like like can we can we bring these resources together and like bring like i I'm just gonna say it. We we, we didn't need She hulk We don't need Ironhawk. We need Miss Marvel. They could have just brought back the Netflix characters at this point. Y'all could have brought me back Jessica Jones. Y'all could have brought me back Luke Cage. I could have got Danny Rand back. They could have done that. You're bringing me all these characters that I don't care about. Between She Hulk twerking and <laughs> this girl's this this Blank Man trash can Iron Man suit, it's like you're bringing these characters in and you're not doing them justice. Nobody cares. Oh, I just that's how I felt about her. I'm like, oh, Marvel's forcing another character. Just like at the end of Thor, Love and Thunder. Now we got another another child or whatever. It's like, okay, they're forcing all these little kids into these movies now. Like, mm-hmm. is the Young Avengers gonna be this good? I mean, what are we doing, Marvel? Once again, they're forcing characters. Mm-hmm. They keep force feeding uh-huh. characters and I don't like it. I, I don't think she was necessary for the plot. And the most important thing she did was not die so angela bassett can die that's the most important thing she did the whole movie yeah outside of that she was useless she was useless well, Nay- you Neymar heard no
1: i said useless. though she she killed all them cops no remorse all right wow ben anything um, on Ironheart? because like i said i think we we mean just trash the character i feel yeah
4: she was really <laughs> useless when when they took it to telecon Neymar had no use for her He she yeah. he went straight to sherry And then when they get back on land, it's like, okay, what what exactly are you good for? You're just gonna get in your suit and fly around, like that's it, that's what you do. I just, she just didn't serve a purpose. Like, and then they sent her back to the United States, they didn't even let her be Shuri's new tech girl, they didn't even give her a purpose. They just sent her back to the United States with a clean record, but they kept her suit. It, just, it was dumb. And like the car was nice, but other than the car, like, not no use for her character.
3: Yeah, they don't like. Did she makes a big deal about it as her dad's car? But we don't know anything about her father. Where where, is, where does that come in? Like, again, you could have re- you could have introduced uh, Ironheart. I don't know what movie, but in the last two years, you could have picked anything slipped her in for a couple of scenes, and then she's at least established, give her her idolizing uh, Tony Stark, and then she shows up in this movie. Oh, cool. So she gets like, you know, front and center. There needed to be a little bit of an establishment. And I thought it was weird um, that, you know, Namor immediately is like, bring me the scientist who made this. I'm going to kill them. I'm like, what the hell are you going to do then? The science is already out there. It's not like it can't be replicated. You're going to kill this kid and then uh, you're going to kill this person. Then you find out it's a kid. It doesn't change your mind, and then the, then the and then the logic of, oh yeah, I'm just gonna kill him, and that's all I want to do is like, you, that's it. That that's yeah, all. to right. The one person, and this problem's gone. That's that was really myopic thinking. And I, well, we started this tonight. You said plot holes. I'm like, what plot holes? This one pretty. That's obvious what I'm that, yeah, yeah, like, They force their, her in That's why
1: we do yes, they force we, her we, in we the feed hand. off each other. We feed off each other here. Yes. We, we all point stuff out. Maybe the other person then, can't. you know. That's why I love doing these spoiler discussions.
4: And you know what, Pete? To, to piggyback off your point, Pete, they they introduced the baddest motherfucker in phase five at the end of Loki. Yeah. They could have did that with her. Yep. They, yeah, the, 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 bad, the, the big villain, the most important person in all of phase five and Kane got introduced at the end of Loki. Mm-hmm. You mean to tell me you couldn't do that for, for for Ironheart? Like just give her like 20 minutes on one of these Disney Plus yeah. shows?
5: That's what we want need. I mean, somehow. she
6: is getting her own Disney Plus show soon. Oh,
4: God, no. Here we go. Uh, I no, mean,
1: okay, so I it. think we're not all in agreement it. that the well, execution, I haven't seen anything yet. The execution <laughs> wasn't the best, and she wasn't, like, the most established character in, in the movie. I think we're all in agreement that she's kind of a weak point part of the movie.
6: I liked her. <laughs> well, <laughs> okay, I haven't seen her
2: enough movie. to like her yet you know me I, have to, I have to see a mark ii suit that looks authentic i have to see her her origin story i haven't seen enough to really attach me to the character yet right now what i've seen in the movie don't like her but if i see an origin story to why she got to that point or i see a mark ii suit that looks authentic or something maybe i'll change my mind you know
6: now i all i knew going into Wakanda forever was i knew she existed i didn't read the comics on her all i knew was she existed that being said dominique thorne the actress who played riri williams she helped sell me on the character she got me excited like okay ironheart cool i'll probably check it out when it comes out but like after watching her performance yeah okay i'm a little more excited for this show now so mainly because of the acting from Dominic Thorne, I, d- I did like the character of Riri Williams. I'm not saying she's not a rough character. I'm not saying she, she couldn't have she could have been introduced earlier, if not better. I'm just saying I'm now looking more forward to the Ironheart series because of the acting that was given by Dominic Thorne. Yeah, yeah don't
2: get me wrong. I like all the... All the performances with what they were given. What exactly? To you. It's just what they were given that I have the issue. With. The, the, script, the script, the script's all over the
1: place. The pacing yeah, and the scripts all over really. The pacing was off in this movie, and I was talking to Mark about this. Uh, by the way, Mark had an interesting, an interesting opinion. For the record, since Mark's not here, he, he, he was he was going to be here, but he had to work. But Mark mm. said that this is this is middle tier Marvel, is what he said. Uh, mm. nothing. He said this is the first one's still so way better. Middle tier Marvel, but he was just pointing out that like. Um, that the pacing was definitely off in this movie and that like, that originally this Wakanda Forever was was supposed to be a Disney Plus series, but they made it into a movie. I knew they were making, like they were talking about doing like a Wakanda type
6: show, but I never really like heard much more than like, oh they're thinking about doing it.
5: Yeah,
1: but at one point it was, and like I said before, this was two scripts meshed together, and as Joe was just saying, like yeah, the performances based on what they were given, they did the best they could. I just, oh, I just, I just found the Ironheart character like I said again. The way they portrayed her, and then she kills them cops, and then she gets a clean slate. I just, it just, I didn't like it at all. I, at all. So that's just me. All right. Um, we're getting we close to ten on? thirty here, so I think what Joe, let's let's do one or two topics. We're two gonna now. double up. I think we're okay. gonna double all up. All right, here we character. go. Double up. Uh, so okay. we'll do uh,
2: Mbaku and. The uh, cameo from Michael B.
1: Jordan. Oh, okay.
5: <laughs> okay.
1: Um, and Baku, I thought, other than Angela Bassett, was the best written character. He was the wise one trying to counsel Shuri. In my opinion, he should have been black. I just like that he was like the one dominant male that was kicking ass, but he was also wise. You know, he's like, my favorite line was. You shouldn't kill... If you kill this man, referring to Namor, you're gonna, we're going to be at war with them forever. They worship him as a god. You kill their god, Wakanda and them will be at war for eternity. Like, he <laughs> was trying to talk sense, you know, talk some sense, and I like that. Not that he talked some sense, but he was still brooding and kicked ass. Loved it. Loved absolutely. Loved it. As far as the Michael B. Jordan cameo, um, surprised me, honestly. I wasn't expecting that. Um... I love Michael B. Jordan. I'm a diehard Creed fan. I actually like Michael B. Jordan since, like, the fa- I, even in, like, Fantastic Four. As bad as that movie was, he was great. I like him in everything. He's great at everything he does. I'm rooting for the guy hard. And, like I said, I mm-hmm. love the Adonis Creed character. So it was cool to see him in there, but, like, um, I just thought it was just kind of off. Like, what's Shuri going to do? Is she going to be the new Killmonger? Or is she going to be the new Takala? Or what is she, she going to be, like, her queen? Like, it was kind of, like, all over the place. And I don't know. I just thought, like, for a minute there, like, like what the hell is she going to do? So I don't know. I thought the cameo was cool, but it kind of, like, I don't know. It felt a little weird to me. I don't know. That's all I got. What do you guys got on these, these two?
6: For me, M- Mbaku grew as a character between the first movie and, well, between Black Panther and now, because, like, in Black Panther, he was, he was like, he was like the kind of the comic relief meathead character in the first one. He wanted the throne and then he just went back up to the mountains, like, oh, are you done? And then, like, you know, he helped out in the final battle. And then he was a little bit more badass in Avengers Infinity War. And then here he is now, a little bit more wiser, still badass. Yeah, absolutely. Now, this, this this character grew and i appreciated that and based on what they did with that uh, the, the the waterfall fight in this one like maybe he'll become the new king of wakanda maybe, That's Shuri what I take, maybe Shuri won't take the throne maybe uh mbaku will um and then of all the things we've been hearing about this movie for the past year and a half like oh namor is going to be the main villain oh maybe dr doom will be in the post credit scene I never heard about Michael B. Jordan making an appearance in this movie, so when he showed up on screen, I was like, "Oh
1: shit!" Hi. Well, that's remember that's Ryan Coogler's guy, because of Creed and. and no, yeah, and I, know, project,
6: I know they're so. frequent collaborators, but still, like, like I feel like okay, Killmonger died. We'll see him in What If? Like, we probably won't see him again in live action, but the fact that we got to see him again, I was like, sweet, cool. Yeah, it was no, it I was agree. Very, I was very surprised and I was like, I very welcomed him back. I was like, oh, I did not expect to see you again. So it was a really cool moment. It really helped, it helped Shuri's story. It really helped her question her stuff like, am I really like you? No, I don't want to be like you. And then of course her mother coming in at the last and I'm like, show him who you really are. Like, I feel like Shuri is like the, the best of both uh, T'Challa and Killmonger. But, but she's also her own person. Like She's three parts, she's Shuri, she's T'Challa, and she's Killmonger.
2: Yeah, and I, I agree with Will that, uh, you know, M'Baku is a powerhouse that has grown exponentially in this film, so I mean, he's, he's a force to be reckoned with, let's just say that. Um, as for the cameo, the one thing that got me, and this is just because of, this is because of the previews, like going back before the movie even started, um, we saw the preview for Quantum Mania. Dude, Killmonger says the exact same thing that Kang says in Quantum Mania. And that kind of sent shivers down my spine because, like, how are they saying the exact same line? I can't remember what it was, but I know they said the exact same line. It was like, uh, something like, the question is uh, not who, but why, or something like that. I can't not, remember. Not how, said. but why. Yeah. That they both said the same thing, and I was like, "Okay, what does this mean? <laughs> you know what I mean?" So there's a connection there somewhere.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking to I'm looking to explore where things go. Killmonger, that was w- once you saw the fire, and she wasn't in the the, you know, the purple land with the trees. I don't know what the what the right term is, the but ancestral the plane. Ancestral <laughs> when she, okay, when she doesn't go to the ancestral plane, and she's in the throne room. was like, oh, she's in hell. And as soon as the, <laughs> she turns around and it's the throne, it's like, oh, I, I, I will. I think you're right. There's, there's three parts to her. It's her, and then there's the two that are fighting in her: it's T'Challa, Black Panther, and then her just general anger at life against Killmonger because some mystery thing took her brother and she couldn't mourn. She didn't mourn at all in that last year. She wouldn't burn the robes until the end of the movie. Um, so I think i think it was a fantastic cameo i think that was probably one of the better ones in the last few years to just have somebody show up completely unannounced yeah exactly um and then mbaku i see him uh i I thought he was great comic relief the moment he stepped on the screen eating a carrot um Mm -hmm. and and just just munching away and it threw back to saying like oh yeah we're vegetarians i'm like Okay, you're you know, like there's the frog tribe and the gorilla tribe. They they fit all of the uh aspects and as well as African culture in that. Um, I think he acts uh as we move into the third one, uh more of like the Forrest Whitaker character, like the godfather, like the advi- uh, um I think Willie said the advisor yeah. um to the whole um, to the next one and he'll You know help out as well as Shuri with the new Black Panther When Prince T'Challa returns um, My question is will Black Panther 3 be called Return of the King Or can it be called Return of the King
4: <laughs> uh, yeah. um, I, I want to say at the end Of the movie doesn't Ibaku I don't his name Doesn't he become king because Shuri didn't <laughs> want it
6: he does, like, he goes to the waterfall ceremony and he's like, oh, the panther cannot be here, but, like, I will fight for the throne. So, like, I think it's implying that if he wins that waterfall fight, he will become the new king, because it sounds like Shuri didn't want to be
4: queen. That's what I guess what I was it. thinking. Yeah, yeah, so I'm thinking he he's king, and then she's Black Panther. I can see
3: them putting that in as like an Easter egg, uh, like they do with the headlines um, on like the TV reports. and You're like King Mbaku of Wakanda, and they just mention yeah. that in. And then a couple of years later, we find out what how this, what happened here. But I'm sure he's okay with it, and you know, he uh, he he did he did uh, offer his lands to the uh, to everybody when they had to evacuate the city, and he had to start right before Black Panther shows up. He has to sit there taking care of the. Um, um, the logistical aspects of hey, we got more people. Like, what do we do? And he's learning to be, you know, more of a, well, a leader than he already has to be just of his people. So I thought the scene where he gets knocked on his ass by Namor and the whole breastplate gets that gets destroyed, that was yeah, a demonstration man. of strength. Like, Damn. Also humbled him. Yeah,
1: yeah was- like the fish man. <laughs> yes.
4: <laughs> I just think that. Michael B. Jordan, is so, such charisma. And seeing yeah. him on the throne, that that just, that made the movie for me. Seeing him on the throne, him giving his speech. Because remember, Killmonger was never wrong. Yeah. It's it just his approach was just a little, it was a little Two-Fist Vegas-esque, you know, of an approach.
5: <laughs> you know,
4: to take no prisoners, I'm going to do this by any means necessary. That's not good politically. You know, so I mean, his approach was a little aggressive, but I don't, I never considered Killmonger to be a villain. I just thought he was an anti hero more than a villain Mm -hmm. because he was fighting for the right cause. He just went about it the wrong way. It was almost
1: like Professor X and Magneto.
4: Exactly. Takala and
1: Killmonger. Yeah, that's how I kind of it. And Punisher and
4: Daredevil. Yeah. Yeah. I thought the best thing Netflix ever did was really flesh out the ideology between. Cox and off, they acted that out beautifully. So I really thought that was Killmonger and T'Challa in the last movie. So seeing him give Shuri those gems, I thought it made sense because Shuri always did side with his ideology more than she sided with T'Challa. And she knew her father was a liar. Like, these are things that Shuri knew. So when he was playing it back to her, I was like, yeah, yeah, that's this is good stuff right here they're not they're not gonna give me some emotional angela bassett speech right now like this is great i love it (laughs) so you know i enjoyed her black panther when she was angry i did enjoy it you know this movie was great i don't want anybody to think that the movie's not great it's a bad superhero movie but from a film perspective like if i wasn't a comic book fan and i didn't see the first black panther and you just watch this as a film, it's great. Yeah. The, the action scenes with Neymar, the um, the water balloons that they've been throwing on movie, like, it, it was great. I love the I bridge saw, fight, you know. With, yeah, the one-on-one fight, fight at, at the bridge. Yeah, that was I, the best that was, Other, other than
1: Ironheart doing what Ironheart did, I loved that fight. I'm a huge, yeah. listen, I'm a kung fu fan, you know, so to, to see that combat, that hand-to-hand combat, the weapon combat, that was the tits. I loved. It. Yeah,
6: Denai Gurira did a fantastic job uh,
1: kicking yeah, ass. Yeah, it was the best part of the movie because that was like, I'm like, yeah, that's some real shit right there. And again, props to Ryan Coogler because he knows how to film a
4: fight. Watch Creed if you haven't already. Mm-hmm. And Neymar, the way they presented him, they presented him like a badass the whole movie. Mm-hmm. They didn't put, they they didn't put anybody. Over. You know what I'm saying? Normally, they they you Marvel likes to use their bad guys to put over their good guys. They do that a lot, especially in the Iron Man movies. Mm-hmm. But in this movie, Neymar was the guy. He had that presence. He had that that aura of invincibility about him until the end. And I appreciate Ryan Coogler for delivering that because he did it with Killmonger too. Killmonger had that aura of invincibility around him, of course, until yeah. the end. And I like that out of my villains. I don't want my villains to be like, you know, like pussy and then like, like, like freaking gore the god butcher was hiding behind children for a whole freaking movie. Like, stop. <laughs> you, you, you're you, the killer of gods so and you're hiding behind children? Like, what are we doing here? So, you know, <laughs> shout out to Ryan Kugel for keeping Neymar over and not, you know, not killing the character.
5: Excellent
1: uh pete you got anything on the uh, mbaku and uh and uh michael b jordan or oh, are you, my or phone you okay sorry that. sorry i'm long night long long day. So i think i think uh i
2: think the last things we're gonna do here is the the end battle and the mid credit scene
1: okay yeah well, let's power for that because it's getting late so let's what power the through hell it.
4: just happened huh how <laughs> did it score who? What, what's the oh, score?
5: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the
4: Eagles is about to score a touchdown, and all of a sudden it says Washington scored a touchdown. What the, hold What's, on, what's what the score? Happen? What's the score? If if this play hole – oh, yeah, that's a fumble. That's a whole fumble. Just kill 30, me. What's 21.
5: the score? Washington
4: 30, um, Eagles 21, five minutes to go. Oh, come on, Washington. All right, all right. Okay, so end battle. Uh, honestly, I,
1: I – I'll say one thing about the end battle. It was a little underwhelming. I didn't really I thought I thought the battle on the bridge better like the battle the the the, the attack on Wakanda was cooler than the end battle in my opinion. And like I again, I, the the Iron <laughs> Heart suit was so off-putting. It took me out of the movie. And one thing that drove me nuts is Hey, the people from Wakanda weren't wearing earplugs. Why did the the Atlantean people do that? That 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 Siren that hypnotism fog. and make them mm-hmm. like commit suicide. They could have done that.
4: But whatever. Mm. Drop. They did it earlier. Why did they do it? I'm trying to figure out. I'm trying to understand why you go fight the king of the king of the water in the middle of the water. That was stupid. I'm sorry. I said that. Yeah, that, that was, was kind of
1: weird too. Yeah, like you're going to fight them in the middle of water where they basically have like home advantage, but whatever. I just thought if I
3: see one Wakandan boat, well, they, they shielded it and then they didn't. And yet still like they were prepared with the water bombs, but it didn't have, it didn't, it was a cool ending. And I was more watching what Namor and Shuri were doing on the side and rather whatever was happening on the boat, because that became secondary to the two of them hashing it out on the beach. That was the that was the bad final battle to me. Mm. It was whatever was happening on the water. That was your minions on both sides fighting yeah. it out. Um And I still didn't understand how that giant bomb went off, and then there's just a big smoking hole in the middle that already seems to exist on their ship. But they're still just going about like, oh yeah, bomb went off. Let's just keep going. And oh, here's more that are coming in. Like yeah. it, it didn't entirely make sense on that front.
2: I'm gonna fast forward to when uh, Shuri and uh name or actually fighting and you know i can appreciate the nobleness of you know remembering what your mother said and then you know sparing him and everything but if you're gonna spare him anyway you could have done that at the beginning of the movie and saved yourself all this trouble and all the people that died throughout the entire thing you literally could have just said okay well i guess we'll team up and it would have been roll credits. There you
6: go. But Joe, then there'd be no movie. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, it was
1: just, yeah, you're, Joe's exactly right. And honestly, the final battle, like I said, the bridge battle to me was like the best, like, spectacle for me than the, the final battle. But, yeah, and as far as the mid credit scene, um, honestly, we, they didn't have to do a mid credit scene. They could have just, just just played that part like right at the end of the movie just kept yeah. it going instead of making the mid credit scene and then maybe do some other tribute in the middle of the credits or something the thing would have been more effective i, I but... agree with that
6: yeah
2: jay Paul actually have... answered back to you he said he said uh the sirens did do the song for them but they got taken out they got hit Uh-oh. i don't remember i don't
4: remember that part exactly but that's what he said yeah, he says, it was in
3: the first uh hit. yeah yeah
4: uh, girl, wait, one last minor complaint since y'all talking about the final fight. Yeah. So so we just gonna act like Shuri didn't just get stabbed directly. Oh yeah. thank yeah. you! Yeah. Thank <laughs> you.
5: Glad, like, yeah. I completely forgot.
2: Away. Yeah. And it's That's like a- I can understand the suit healing, but her.
6: <laughs> yeah, she there gets penetrated through the Black through the gut. healing abilities, I
2: guess. I, I know, it was black Wolverine. Yeah, now. I was gonna
1: say it's a kind of healing
6: ability.
1: <laughs> she's not Wolverine. Like they don't have yeah. Black Panthers don't have healing ability. The suit, yes, but her no. Like them, no. Like yeah, that made no sense. I'm glad you brought that up because I completely forgot about that. But cause I'm, yeah. I'm, like, I'm, like, Joe, I'm like, Joe, I'm like, Joe, am I missing something? Like, she just. And, like, and not only did
4: she take it out, right? Not only did she take it out, but then she proceeds to whoop our ass afterwards. Yeah. Like, Get the fuck <laughs> out of
1: yeah, here, bro. That was, that was stupid. I'm sorry. That took me out of the movie. <laughs>
4: I, think I was like, a wait week. a minute. So she got a hold of this stuff, and she was about to beat up Neymar, who's supposed to be as strong as the Hulk, right? He he just pimp smacking Baku like ten minutes ago made him fly back fifty yards, but she just whooping him one on one. I can't, bro. I can't. I yeah, can't, I mean I can't. that that was that was rushed. You could tell that
2: part was when it was written was. Well, they didn't even
1: explain it. Like he she has- could have said, "Oh yeah, this is a gift from my brother. I can." My, my, I can heal, or like there was no, oh, they, they could have went
2: that direction, or they they could have actually had her wounded on the side or something. And right before she gets killed or something, Iron Heart could have came in and saved her from it. You know, they could have been anything like that.
5: Yeah. And you just, just that decided
2: was, to go, no, this never
6: happened. To... <laughs> um, for me, I didn't mind the final battle. I wasn't like, woo, but I wasn't like, this is stupid. I would say, like, for me, a, uh, a choice was, I know the design comes is inspired by the comics, but the, the Nighthawks that Okoye and the other Dora Milaje remember wore, I'm like, those look interesting. <laughs> yeah.
5: yeah, they kind of look
6: like uh, Hellboy type stuff.
5: Yeah,
6: <laughs> <Kinda>. <laughs> I mean, again, I feel like the, the Shuri Namor fight was, again, the highlight of the final battle. I thought the, the choreography between them was kind of cool. Uh, I thought it was nice that she outsmarted him, she like blasted back half his back off and he's like trying to get back to the water. I thought that was kind of cool. Um, Mid credits, I thought that was touching. I thought that was, uh, it's another nice tribute towards Chadwick Boseman having his son continue the legacy. Um, I'll be curious to see what that means for the future, for both Wakanda and just for the MCU as a whole. Um, yeah, Yeah, as far as all the suits and stuff,
2: like the the new suits and Iron Ironheart and everything, I think it's more Marvel kind of toys. Bump, bumping elbows with you and going, "Hey, you remember that Tony Stark inside the helmet look? We got that like three times now."
3: <laughs> <laughs> I thought the uh, I thought the big credit scene hit perfectly. Uh, I thought that they um, you know making you wait for it and then leaving you on the beach after she's already burned the robes and she's mourning and then. Um, uh, Lupiango coming over with this boy, and I I didn't connect the dots until she started to like talk to her and was like, "Yeah, I want to introduce you something I'm like, "Oh, get the fuck out." N- <laughs> okay, you kept this one. Maybe he's in the scene in that uh, in the the school she's working at. I didn't I didn't think to look then, but when I go and see it again this weekend, I'll I'll, I'll get another look. I, I I thought introducing him was perfect. If he's seven or eight, then he'll be in five years. He'll be a teenager. Um, they, she, she said what his name was and I thought it was perfect. Cause it's the, this is set in Haiti. She was pronouncing it Haiti, which is the way the Haitians actually would pronounce it. I don't know if rank Cougar has a connection to Haiti and that I know it was from Oakland, but they tied Haiti to, uh, it's in the Caribbean. It's in you near know, the Yucatan It fits perfectly with that. And that's where the woman who knew of, uh, the beach, um, mm. And I still want to know where that, that final battle beach scene is. That was that was pretty dope. Um, I think the 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 kicker for me, uh, I took you know the whole movie. I'm sitting there like, all right, this is good. This is a great film. Not gonna cry at all. No, they name him Toussaint, and that's the name of the guy who freed Haiti in the 1700s, and he was a, a black former slave. And he to give him that name and then say, oh yeah, but my real name is Prince Tchalla. I'm like, oh shit, that is gonna come back in five years. That is gonna be absolutely um, critical because he's gonna have to free someone later on. If they're giving him that name now, there's gotta be some implication for that in the future with leading into Black Panther 3. Maybe Doom takes over Wakanda. Maybe that's something from the comics. Maybe um, Thunderbolts have something and this is where he gets a little older in Haiti and she returns with him in the third film. Wow. I don't have to think about.
1: For the second
5: one. Wow.
1: Yeah. Oh, wow. Pete, wow. Pete, you blew my mind just now. Um, I just, I just want to know if they got this idea from coming to America too. Just saying. Um.
3: <laughs> but no. They should have had a Wakanda reference in that movie. I, that was a yeah, missed opportunity. So, yeah. They could have just dropped it, like have a rep from Wakanda. I don't I couldn't tell you much about Coming to America too because I only had to see it once, but yeah, that was the one missed error they had.
1: Yeah. Um, first, got anything on, on the, the, the 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 end credits there or not?
4: Um, I mean, once again, like... Uh, it, uh, it, my God, Pete, just made me feel better about it. That would be great. Dr. Doom takes over Wakanda, then this cake rolls up or freezes, and that'd be great. But at the moment, in the theater, I want to try and hear that. All right, they, they just gave me some Shuri Black Panther that was completely non-believable and I'm upset. But so that that was my feelings it's in the theater. And as of right now, the kid's like five, six, seven years old, they're gonna roll with Sherry for the time being, so who cares? Unless they're giving me Michael B. Jordan or another child from another universe and these adventure movies. I don't really care. He has no use for me. I don't care about some children, Avengers Squad. I don't care. I don't care. What is it, Young Avengers? <laughs> yeah, I Young don't Avengers. Care. I don't care. I don't know if you heard me. I don't know if I said it before, but I don't care. <laughs> I don't. Like, they're setting up stuff I don't care about. Okay, yeah, that's why I'm just, like, I'm ready for they're gonna If they're going to introduce new things
2: and stuff like that, My idea, and this is a really weird crossover, but we have Thor and all the Asgardians and everything, and we have a game that just came out. Bring Kratos in
4: (laughs) somewhere. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Yes, I mean you had in Love and Thunder. You had a God Killer. Kratos is a God Killer that could have been supplemented, and the movie could have been something great. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly.
4: All right. I don't know, Marvel, they always mess the villains up, for the most part, so I
5: don't know.
1: Yeah, they get some of them answer. right, but yeah, they do have a villain problem. Alright, so let, let's wrap this up here, because it's getting late. Um, so I want everybody to plug themselves in again, take as much time as you need to plug yourself in, and then give your closing thoughts in a final rating, 1 through 10, and we'll start with Pete. Uh, go ahead, man.
3: Well, before this, uh, before we started this, I had written down rating, I was like, okay, 9 out of 10. drop it down to an eight out of ten this is still one of my favorite uh marvel movies because it introduced one of my favorite uh anti-hero uh antagonists. namor i've been waiting for him the fact that kugler held off on him and said i want him as a character there's a lot of long-term potential with him and we'll get a lot more of uh telecon out of that um i got two predictions uh one Oscar nomination for Angela Bassett. I Please. think she does great yes. as as uh, that that there were some, you know, not the scene of just before her death, but a couple before. That's some that was just powerful acting and that deserves a nomination at a minimum. Second idea is that uh, again, if Prince T'Challa is seven or eight in five years, and this hinges on it, this movie coming out in five years, um, you have a young teen, T'Challa, and he starts to become friends with a young girl uh, by the name of Aurora in Wakanda. And then the final scene of that future Black Panther 3 is Aurora taking her powers and being brought to Xavier's school for the gifted. And that's how X-Men franchise starts. And it starts to come out of there. Mm -hmm. So I think we long-term get that because if she's one of his first pupils, uh, Xavier's pupils, they got to bring it in somehow. And I don't think you just bridge X-Men directly. You just have have it just trail off the end before you as the trilogy comes to a close so um that's that, that that's what i was holding out for uh, for a uh, storm reference somewhere in there we didn't get it so i think it's no they can't again. use any
1: x-men until after 2025.
3: oh then that then that's perfect so yeah. th- this could fit into the third one um so yeah there yeah there. are eight out of ten oscar for oscar nomination for angela bassett and let's see where, where the third one takes us and maybe we get x-men Probably by the end of the decade, I think. But Jay, they,
4: they're having Wolverines in Deadpool three though. Yeah, Hugh Jackman specifically. Wolverine's yeah, but I think Deadpool they
1: can't 3. like make new like he's still. Oh, under- yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they yeah. have his yeah. old characters. They can't, yeah, they about can't about
1: recast about. any of the X Men yeah, yeah. till after uh-huh. 2025. So hmm. that's why the Hugh Jackman because Hugh Jackman is still technically under contract because of the the deal that he signed way back when, and that carried hmm. over on the the Disney buying Fox deal. Um, mm-hmm. All right, oh, uh, Pete, uh, go ahead and uh, plug yourself in. All the links oh, are yeah. in the description.
3: Yeah, may, uh, make sure to visit Yorkstatemusic.com, NYS Music, uh, NY State Music on every uh, uh, platform. Uh, we'll cover music all across New York State and beyond. Discover some great new local music um, and bands, uh, bands around you and events. And uh, if you're going to be on Colorado and Denver, I'll have a fan art show in Broomfield on December 17th. And another one December 30th in New York City at Hill Country uh, before Fish at the Garden.
1: So. Nice. Cool. All right. <laughs> By all means, please sub these guys up. Knowing that these guys are talented, wonderful content creators, at what, and they're great at what they do, they are also wonderful wonderful friends of mine and wonderful friends of the channel. Fisk, fucking Vegas. Closing thoughts.
4: What do you think? 1 through 10. And plug wherever you want to plug, man. I'm gonna give the movie a solid. Give it. A, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna give it a nine. The movie's good. Once you, once you get over the fact that this is a horrible comic book film, and just look at it for as an action movie, it's great. Like at the end of the day, if I didn't know T'Challa, I mean T'Challa existed. If Chadwick Boseman never existed, and I went into this movie knowing Sherry was the Black Panther. It's a great movie. It really is. You know her character arc. The pain she had to go through and everything. She earned the mantle. I just think it's BS, but she did earn it. So 9 out of 10. Once you just compartmentalize and take the movie for what it is, it's 9 out of 10. Um, As far as everything else goes, Fist Vegas Blue, General Fist Vegas, sub up my channels. Bully Fist on Twitter. Make sure y'all go ahead. Follow me on Twitter. And yeah, Giants are going to win a Super Bowl. I don't oh, yeah. know what else to tell oh, y'all. Did Washington right. win? <laughs> hopefully they're gonna close out. The Eagles caught a 60-yard bomb and fumbled. Adley caught it. Quest oh, Watkins literally caught a 60-yard bomb and fumbled. So now the Washington has the ball back and they're up five points. So, all right. Hopefully they close out.
1: Hell yeah! All right, the magical man from the Sand Wild Band, man. Closing thoughts, rating, and plug for everyone. Plug, my friend.
6: I can say I still, uh, even after all this discussion, I think I can still say I really like this on par, if not slightly better than the first Black Panther movie. Um, I think I can give it. A, I agree with Pete. I give it a solid eight out of ten. Performances alone are worth the viewing of this movie. The um, uh, the for me Namor is a it was a was acted beautifully. The uh, the actor I am probably gonna butcher his name. So did the actor played Namor yeah. or Namor as they say in Telokan. That was really, really cool. I, I hope we. I can't wait to see what we do, see of uh, Namor in the future. Um, as for me, you can find me on my channel Wildman. I am currently reacting to Batman: The Animated Series, and I'm finishing out Arcane within the next few weeks. So, uh, tune in for those reactions. Um, I am also a part of the uh, four, soon to be five, co-hosts of the Petty Cash Podcast, where we take anything that we bring to the table and discuss it. We are currently talking about our recent trip to California, where we visited Sony Picture Studios. We went to Halloween Horror Nights and Universal Studios, and we took a trip to Disney, where all my friends got to experience Avengers Campus and Galaxy's Edge for the first time. And I took them around because I've been there at least four times at this point, because I'm a Disney nut. Other than that, I, I stream sometimes. I haven't touched Twitch in a long time. I stream sometimes here on YouTube with friends doing games and whatnot. And, uh, yeah, that's me.
1: <laughs>
5: <laughs> Thanks, All Jake.
1: right, Joe. Closing thoughts, rating, and plug that w- what we got going on this week. All right. So, you know, all,
2: when all said and done, did I hate the movie? No. But... It, there are some some parts that I can't get over. I mean, I can't get over how bad they did Ironheart. And, you know, I, I did like I did like Shuri as Black Panther, but she still, I don't think, fits completely. She fits as a transitional character, but I don't think she fits the Black Panther mantle, mantle forever. Um, so that being said, I think I'm going to give it a 6 out of 10. And middle of the, of the road, Marvel... And yeah, that's pretty much my thoughts on that. Um, as for us, you can catch Derek's video on YouTube right now, his rea- or his review of Godzilla versus Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, a comic, so make sure you check that out. Um, our unboxing video of the PS5 collector's edition for Gotham Knights, which we are also playing every Tuesday so make sure to check us out on twitch.tv slash live for that. Um, as well as our playthrough of Donkey Kong 64 on Fridays.
1: abso lootly Um, Okay, so uh, this is what y'all are expecting from me. So 5.75 out of 10 from me, okay? I've talked about what I didn't like and what was wrong with this movie, but that's not saying there's stuff I liked, you know, Namor and Angela Bassett. You know, I still love her, by the way. And, and Baku was still friggin' awesome. Um, and, of course, the, it has the emotional moments, but just because there's emotional moments doesn't make it a great film. I mean, look at Clerks 3. That was an emotional Aww. film, but I don't think it was that good. Oh, uh, dare you, sir. Godzilla vs Destroya! <laughs> Godzilla dies! It's an emotional moment, but that movie sucks. So again, I'm not just because there's a touching tribute doesn't automatically make this a good movie. Uh, but is is it the worst of Marvel? Far from it. It's middle of the tier, but it is the best post endgame MCU movie, not counting Spider Man, which is a Sony film.
5: So it's not it's better than Shang-Chi the last. Yes, it is. So it's, it's not better than. Doctor Strange. It's better
1: than Eternals. Better than Black Widow. It's better than Doctor Strange. Better than that Thor. Nice. It's the best post Endgame MCU You think movie it's bad? You figure. think
4: Black Panther Two is better than Shang Chi and Doctor Strange? I'm sorry. What? Repeat that. You think Black Panther Two is better than Shang Chi and Doctor Strange? Absolutely, by far. Oh, you're bugging. By far. <laughs> you, <laughs> by far. You um, sir are bugging. <laughs> you are
5: bugging. You are. <laughs> <wild. laughs> We've
1: been this all night. So Here's I got a couple things way. I want to plug real quick. Uh, Thursday we may—I'm—I'm I'm saying likely—I want to do a Kevin Conroy re- reflection stream on Thursday. I—I I would like to, if the stars align right, and if we can get some guests, we can talk about Kevin Conroy's career. Because when we lost him, we lost the voice of my childhood. We lost easily one of the best. We lost uh, the voice of e generation.
6: The voice of Batman. The
1: voice of Batman. And possibly one of the, the, the greatest Batman of all time. So mm-hmm. yeah, that that took a toll on me. I, I would love to celebrate his career on Nerd Cage Live on Thursday. Uh, all things pending, but I'm gonna say likely we'll do it. Uh, if we can get some guests on it, great. But also, I really want to plug this again. I want to put. I haven't put a promo together, but I want promote it right here, right now. Please mark your calendar for Saturday, December seventeenth at noon Eastern Standard Time. We're going to be doing a watch party marathon called Cheesy Movies for Charity as we're going to be doing watch party of terrible movies as we try to raise money for St. Jude Children's Hospital. Uh, we're going to try to do a goal of $500, and we're going to be watching in order starting at noon, Street Fighter the movie, you know, with John Caw Van Damme, classic, the beloved Superman Four, The Quest for Peace, Shout out to Nuclear Man. Godzilla's Revenge, the movie that we love to hate, but I love it. God Help Me, Mortal Kombat Annihilation, and of course, Joe, please do your Mr. Freeze. A freeze is coming. The Ice Age, Batman and Robin. So As yes, your eyes, your we are going to end, <laughs> we gonna endure these terrible movies and raise money for St. Jude's Children's Hospital December 17th. By God, please, even if you can just donate just a dollar. Every little bit helps. Every little bit helps. And maybe we'll do some kind of prize if you donate a lot, okay? So the goal is $500, but I believe in Nerd Cage Nation. I believe in our audience, and I, I believe in a good cause, especially around for the holidays. I believe we can easily do $500 in one day. I really believe we can. If Titan Goji can do it, I believe we can do it too. And that's kind of where I kind of got this idea from. So, um, shout out to Titan Goji. I hope he can partake in this stream. So again, thank you to everybody. Again, please sub up. New York State Music Fan Art, Fist, Fist Vegas Blue, Fist General Fist Vegas, all the Fist Vegas channels, Wild Band, Petty Cash Podcast. Please. These guys are amazing and they're awesome, 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 awesome dudes. So, we previews su you to like, comment, subscribe, ring that bell, and spread that shit like syphilis. So, to you, I say from yours truly Syracuse, New York, Albany, New York, Phoenix, Arizona, North Carolina, to all of our friends around the world at Nerd Cage Live, New York State Music, Fist Vegas, Wild Band, Monstrosities. As always, enjoy life. Stay safe, eat your vegetables, do your push ups, fuck math, and (laughs) fuck that fucking dodo bird in in Donkey Kong 64 with the rings there. That was a nightmare. (laughs) (laughs) And good night, everybody.
6: Adios.
1: Stick around for these awesome promos, get some 1,500 subscribers, and get trapped in the cage, motherfuckers, because we're giving away an Xbox
5: Series X.
0: Do you want the chance to win a free brand new Xbox Series X? All you have to do is subscribe to Nerdcage Live over on YouTube.com slash Nerdcage Live. Once we get to 1,500 subscribers, we'll release a video on how you can enter. No purchase necessary. Contest is for US and Canada only.
2: Ooh, trying to get out of the nerd cage, are ya?
4: Well, before you go,
2: hit that subscribe button. And if you're really intrigued,
0: ring that bell. Thank you for dropping by. Until next time, tell everyone you know about Nerd Cage Live!